welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is Adam. And this is Doug. And we're the podcast that takes you around to different attractions and vacation spots and restaurants all around the United States. And for a little while uh, here, for the next few shows, I think, we're going to be covering stuff in uh, the Walt Disney World theme parks in well, Lake Buena Vista, Florida. And this week, once again, we're covering Animal Kingdom and giving you some more stuff here. Um, let's see here. I just wanted to cover some quick information about Animal Kingdom and uh, the different areas in Animal Kingdom. Uh, there's Africa, which is the largest part of the park. It, it comprises about 40% of the park. There's Rafiki's Planet Watch, which basically is comprised of... Uh, uh, like there's a petting zoo in there, a uh, train ride, and some other stuff. There's Asia, which has, uh, let's see, that has Expedition Everest and uh, Cali River Rapids and some other stuff in it. Uh, Dino Land, which uh, we covered a little bit in our last show with the dinosaur ride. Oasis, which is basically that's the entrance to the park. And Camp Mini Mickey. And uh, that just has a lot of uh, themed shows in it. And the last place, uh, which, uh, which is in the park that we're going to cover today, is Discovery Island. And in Discovery Island will be uh, the Tree of Life. And in the Tree of Life is uh, what's going to make up, comprise our audio uh, right through for today. And that is going to be, it's tough to be a bug. And we'll talk more about that a little later. Um, just to touch on a little more, a little bit more about Animal Kingdom. Uh, what's so? What's the main attraction to this Animal Kingdom? What's in the middle of the park that everybody could see? From yeah, the hub, and that in the hub is a Tree of Life. Okay, so the Tree of Life, and it's how tall is it? It's like a hundred and some feet, isn't it? One hundred fifty feet. Okay, and, and it is not a real tree. So let's yeah get that. It's actually a steel structure that looks just like a real tree a very large tree and then having artists painted different things on the tree to make it like <clears throat> put yeah, detail they, yeah they've actually carved carved into the base of the tree uh all kinds of different animals uh sea life all kinds of things have been carved into it and in great detail so it's a really nice place once again for uh for pictures and you could take pictures all the way around the tree and end up with all kinds of interesting shots and then in terms of the whole Animal Kingdom Park, when you say the tree is like the basically the theme of the entire park where you got detail and every little, you know, the dirt roads and the different things yep. in terms of just, uh, that's kind of like what Animal Kingdom is about, right? Nature. Nature. Yeah, nature. And yeah nature and outdoors and more things, yeah, uh, along uh, that theme. What are some good things for... Uh, kids, I don't know, say 10 and under in Animal Kingdom to do. Okay, if you go into Dino Land, there's actually quite a few things over in there. There's the Boneyard Dig Site. What that is is a uh, site that's uh, made up of sand. Underneath of that sand is uh, basically what they, they've made into the skeletal remains of uh, Triceratops, I believe it is. And it sounds like it would be a filthy place to go down into as far as getting into it with your kids. But the amazing thing was when I went down into there and dug around with my son, the uh, sand that's down there, what it's made up of, does not leave any residue or anything on your pants, which amazed me. But, hey, you know what? That's that's Disney. Uh, there's a primeval, primeval whirl, which is just a uh, uh, roller coaster that spins 
and you know it's uh, it's a smaller coaster it's not like anything like expedition everest there's also a tricera tricera top spin and that's just another spinning spinning thing and there's the finding nemo musical which uh is popular it's basically just a musical a stage musical and then last but not least there would be dinosaur that's a great place though in this area probably a good place for kids um, yeah, and then, I mean, you know, also over in Africa, you have the Kilimanjaro uh, Safari, which can be fun for kids. It might be a little long, a little bit lengthy for them, may not keep their attention the entire time. So, and then, you know, it also depends on age. You have Cali River Rapids, you have quite a few things in the park that there are to do. It just, all that depends on the age and all that depends on, on the demeanor of the child. You know, what, uh, how, how set up are they for uh, thrill rides? How not set up are they for thrill rides? And doesn't Animal Kingdom have some kind of a character dining experience just like every other Disney park where I believe, I read it, it was in, a, isn't there a restaurant called Restaurantosaurus? Where yes, it's, yeah, there is. Is it in Dinoland USA where I believe I saw that on the website. You can basically sign up for character dining. And isn't that, okay. a, isn't yeah. that a big thing? I don't know. You guys probably character didn't dining, even do it, did character, you? No, I did not do it. Uh, in fact, we didn't have enough time because of the amount of time we spent in all the parks to do anything as far as uh, character dining. Definitely. Character dining for kids who are really into the characters, uh, from what I understand, is an absolute blast for the kids. So, yeah, that would be a, be a great way for you uh, to get something to eat. And uh, to keep the kids entertained during their meal. Okay, I know we've touched on this a little bit in the sense that Animal Kingdom is not necessarily the busiest and the most things to do and for all for Disney theme parks. But uh, in a week-long trip at Disney, how much time do you think you would spend at Animal Kingdom with all the other options of the other parks? Well, you know, once again, it comes down to uh, how your how your family is set up. If uh, if you have a mixture of older and younger kids, then the older kids could definitely, well, the kids in general could become bored. Maybe. I don't want to say that, you know, and I don't want to make that as a blanket statement across every family. You know, you might spend a half a day in this park and get everything you want out of it and uh, and maybe head off to another park. And then possibly within a week's stay, come back and maybe spend another half day and hit the main rides again. Some people actually, you know, and I could be one of those, even as an adult, that could come into this park and, and spend a week. Uh, going through and just noticing so many things about it that that you could miss even from the day before. So I, you know, I don't want to set expectations too high or too low for anyone. I, I say it's a fantastic park. Just go, uh, bring your camera, bring your kids, um, and just get ready to have a good time. You know, in my mind, I think back. I know we're reiterating kind of what we said last week on the podcast, but. In my mind, I think our family vacations when my dad, we, he would like basically, he was always gung-ho about going, 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 going. And everybody's always saying, when you get back from your vacation, you're going to need a vacation because you've just been so stressed from doing things. Right. I think Animal Kingdom would be a park where you could just relax. relax yes. And there's not a lot of people because of the rides that are available and if you don't have a lot of the little kids that you need to keep occupied you could probably just spend a whole day there right yeah really enjoying yourself i I just yeah it's really an easy park to just hang out hang out in and you don't have to be in such a hurry listen if anybody's ever been to a busy theme park i don't whether it's disney whether it's wherever you know what it's like to fight crowds and with kids even with adults that's no fun this is not one of those parks 
you're going to go in and actually a lot of people are going to be shocked that the uh, park seems very open. Uh, you're not fighting crowds hardly anywhere in the park or fighting crowds during your day. You can go in, you can relax, you can see things at a nice uh, slow pace. And I'm telling you, you'll really, if you just do that, you'll really enjoy your day. Okay, to kind of go off of that, kind of give everyone a feel, in terms of how the lines were, how long did your family and you wait when you rode the rides? Was it quick? I'll tell you, yeah, most rides, um, we walked onto uh, Expedition Everest. Uh, the wait couldn't have been more than 10 minutes. Dinosaur, once again, uh, probably 10 minutes, if that. Um, well, most of the rides that we went on to, maybe the longest that we waited to get onto a, an attraction would have been the Kilimanjaro Safari. That was due in part because my son, my youngest son's in a wheelchair, and we had to wait on a special vehicle. Uh, not special as far as the vehicle itself, but a, at a special point for that vehicle to pull up so that we could load him and several others that were in chairs. And then at the same time, it took more time also to pull that vehicle up into a, a certain spot to unload everybody. But other than that, wow, you know, we were on and off rides very quick. So it's a great park if you just, if you want to go in and hit rides several times, not have to stress about using the fast pass and doing things like that. So, yeah. I, I just think it's great for that. Okay, and the featured audio ride this week is It's Tough to Be a Bug. So, Doug, describe a little bit of what that ride in, entails. Okay, that, that ride is actually not... It's, it's an attraction. It's actually a theater. It takes place in a theater. It's a 3D show that takes place in a theater in the base of the... Um, a tree of Life. It's a 450-seat theater that has all the bells and whistles. Um, when you go in, of course, uh, you're, you'll have to wear 3D glasses. Those will be given to you before you head into the ride. The seats are set up with um, uh, pulsating, with uh, air things that will actually make things feel as though they're moving under you. You'll have misting from where the bugs are sneezing or whatever within the film. It's, it's a great attraction. Your kids and yourself will have a blast. Uh, I guess if I had to say great family attraction, this, was, this would probably be it. Uh, the entire attraction probably lasts, let's say, 25 minutes, beginning to end. During the attraction, you'll, you'll hear, you'll, you're going to hear in the audio uh, that, uh, that we did, you're going to hear kids laughing. You're going to have people in there, hear people in there just having a great time. So, uh, and that, the audio is real representative of, uh, of what, the, what the thing's like. Obviously, you know, without, you're not going to be able to see what everybody's seeing. But uh, you can hear it. You can hear it. Just go in. You can go in. You sit down. You get ready to just have a good time. And, you know, that makes another good point I was thinking of. We do these audio ride-throughs not to, like, take place of going to the Disney parks because it's just a kind of a representation of what the ride is like. So if you, like, you'll have little kids and you're not sure if this ride's going to be, this will work out for them, you know, we give you the audio so you can listen to it, get an example in your mind what it's like. Plus, it's kind of cool. You know, say you're blind and you can't experience these things anyway. It's kind of cool to listen from home for free to to get an audio ride through of this. But yeah, with the what the binaural mics that we use, uh, it actually gives you a, a surround sound. Uh, if listened through headphones, I definitely definitely recommend all of our audio. Uh, be listened to through headphones. I, I understand maybe that's not always possible, but boy, it's great, you know, uh, if you're doing work around the house or doing work wherever, uh, throw on those headphones and have a listen. All right, well, next we're just going to play the audio for you. So here you go. Enjoy. 
favorite guy or away from the tree left right there. I'd like to thank you for joining us. If for any reason during the show you need to exit theater, please move to the front left. And one of our cast members will be happy to assist you. And now on behalf of million billion bucks across the world, we proudly present a tap to be back. Throughout today's performance, please refrain from buzzing, stinging, and pollinating. And no chirping from you. And now, put your wings together for the host of our show, everyone's favorite band, Lick! Oh, I'll be back. 
That's me, the silent but deadly member of the bug world. The stink bug. Yeah. 
And now that you're all honorary bugs, remember, magnifying glasses are for looking at little things, not for burning little things. See ya. Good bug. Good little bug. Your attention, please. We ask that all honorary bugs remain seated so the beetles, maggots, and cockroaches may exit safely. <laughs> At this time, gather up your personal belongings and take your small brush by rubbing your hands as you Thank you. Hey, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the ride there. Um, once again, our website's theseamazingplaces.com, and you can give us feedback for you know what you thought of the audio, any comments really we'll take, and then... And once again, yeah, also uh, send us along anything uh, that you think might be a good place for us to go and check out, and maybe somewhere along the way too, hey, maybe you guys can uh, meet up with us and we'll do some stuff together. All right, well, thanks for listening, and have a great week. See ya. Bye. I like to travel. I like to drive. I like the music all night. Show me a good time. Show me some fun. Show me a podcast right on. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. This podcast may not be redistributed or re-recorded without prior written consent from theseamazingplaces.com.